friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid as gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. I'm recording. And I'm going to try to figure it out. It's like a puzzle. Okay, so like what? Okay, so here's the thing, guys. It's the day before. Supposedly, we're supposed to get some kind of announcement. Like a cruise announcement. Right. And unfortunately, it's already come, hopefully, by the uh, time you hear that. Right. And unfortunately for us, we have stuff already planned, stuff already in the pipeline. Right. Because family stuff happens and right. family vacations and we eighth couldn't. grade graduations uh-huh. and just things. So we're praying that, it, first of all, we're praying to the NKOTB gods. We really are that. These dates do not conflict with our like steadfast family plans that we can't break. Like we can't, we just can't, we just can't break them. Right. And like I told Nikki a couple days ago, I've made peace with mm-hmm. the fact that it might coincide with something. I've yeah. made peace with it because I've had to. You know what I mean? I'm try. I'm still trying. But I'm still trying. Like. <sighs> Like we've already, we're we already, we're already taking, we're already going on a cruise in April. Here, right. That's, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Right. We are, we're going on a family cruise in April. Right. There's a bunch of us going. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those trips that like, it's always been kind of a dream. Like, at least for me to have like all my friends and like their families, like on a cruise together like this will be so fun and it's finally happening yeah so like we're going right you know but that's at the like towards the end of april right i don't think that the cruise will be in april but i don't know that it's not in april i'm just praying for may i'm just praying for may and any date in may Mm. is fine by me just may please 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 may please 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 i don't think they would do it on mother's day I don't care if it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to me. Then you are going to be where you want to be. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? If it's Mother's Day, like, honestly, it's Mother's Day, right? It's our day. Right. Where do we want to be? We want to be on the new Kids on the Block freaking cruise. That's where we (laughs) freaking want to be. Right there. So I just, I've been saying, like, I just need to know. Mm -hmm. I just need to know. And hopefully we're going to find out tomorrow. Hopefully. Hopefully, knock on wood, you guys. So when you're listening to this, it probably, hopefully, will have already been announced, and we're either right. crying or we're full of glee. I'm hoping we're well, full of glee. Well, we're either full of glee or full of stress. Like, okay, now we can go. We gotta get on the boat. I know. I know. Is it, we're gonna have to do what we did last time. That was. Oh. I'm going to try to take the morning off. Oh my gosh, I feel sick. I just got a sick feeling, like a sick twinge. I feel sick to my stomach, you guys. Sick to my stomach. No, and today I was sitting at the soccer game and New Kids on the Block tweeted their thing. And I I was like, Are you kidding me? And yeah, that's because I got your text message. That's how I found out. And (laughs) the. Um, the blockhead in the wild that I met, yes, was like, because I was talking to another one of the the boys because we were watching the boys soccer team play. The one of the moms that was there, yeah, and she was like, "Oh, are you go on the new kids on the block cruise? That's cool, you know." And then that mom that the blockhead in the wild that I, she was like, "Are you kidding me? Are you going on that? Are you going on the cruise?" And I was like, "Hopefully, I hope so." I went last year and it was great. It was so great. It was so, almost exactly a year. How was it a year? So when this comes out, it will not be a year since we've gone. Because almost right Thursday, Friday would have been when we were going down. Because we went down on Brody's birthday, which was the seventeenth. Right. So 
And I'm just going to say thank you to all of you guys who are tweeting at Joy McIntyre to come on our podcast. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much because we really need him on the podcast. Come on, Joey. Come on, Joey. <laughs> come on. You know you want to. I know, mean, you, you should want to. Yeah. We're you, fun. So, yeah. So we were talking, and this is what prompted us to turn on the mics. Right. Like, where do we think it's going to go? I don't know. I hope it's under New Orleans. I really do. I do, too, but I, I don't really think it's do. going to be. Oh. But do you think I, it's going to be under out of Miami? I don't know. Probably. Okay. I feel like probably. Um, But, yeah. Do you know what ships are available still? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So here's the thing that's thrown me off. Okay. Is that, and I... I don't know. I'm I'm sure a lot of people have been doing this. So there is a four night like cruise that's blocked off. It's on the Conquest out of Miami and it's April. But when oh I my Google God, it, no. So here's the thing. When I Google it, it looks like it's a char- it's a chartered cruise. I may have actually said this on a past podcast. Um, from a UK company, but it's not like a theme cruise. It's not like an affinity group. It's not like anything like that. It's not like a, you know, anything like that. It's just a cruise like, hey, if you want to get on this. So then I got thinking conspiracy theories here. I got thinking maybe Rose Tours like set this up. Oh, and then they're to like block it out, you know, fake us out. And I'm like, they're not going to do that. It would just not be there. But like, that's what I don't understand is that most any of the dates for four night cruises around that time are accounted for. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't think that the cruise week or the four night cruise mm-hmm. has been blocked off from the Carnival website from booking. Oh, because anything else that I have found where it has, I can Google it and find a charter that goes along with it. Okay. I can find that cruise. Except for this mysterious UK well, one. I found this UK one and I found it a while ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was going to go as far as to email the company and be like, I'm interested in the cruise. <laughs> but I never did just because I wanted to know like details. And it's very generic. I wish you would have. I really wish you would have. I almost did today. Is it end of April, though, at least? It's like April 23rd. So we would get back in time. It would just be tough. No, we wouldn't. Oh, we wouldn't. No, because it, it would leave that Thursday. Oh, shit. Or whatever that day is. <sighs> Let's look at it. It would be, um, I think it's April 23rd. No, it's sometime that week. It's 20 something. Okay. Um, so no, cause we'll be back. Oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong year. Yeah. April 23rd. It's a Thursday mm-hmm. and we're, our cruise is the 19th to 26th. Oh my so, word. So like it'd be one of those things where maybe we'd see it in the ocean. We'd be like, I would cry. I would cry. There's the ship. I would cry. It'd be rocking at like 4am. I know. I cry. And we would be on our like quiet family cruise. Hey. Bye. I don't even want to think about it. I haven't made peace with it. But. Oh, God. I don't think that's it. And right now the Carnival website is like not working. I feel sick to my stomach. So. Please. NKOGB Cruise Gods. Please make it work with our schedule. Please. I'm begging you. <laughs> please. I'm begging you from, from my mic. So. <sighs> we'll see. By the time you guys hear this, we'll know. We'll have already known. And, and you either know we're crying or we're and all will be on well. the edge of our seats waiting to book. Right. I mean, all will be well no matter what happens. Right. But we really want to be on edge. Hey, as you know, the dates are the same dates as our cruise was. So therefore, just to add this in here, uh, Brooke will not be able to go on the cruise. Um, but I am going to try to get on the cruise. We'll have an upcoming episode where we talk about this a little bit more. But um, just wanted to add this in here to avoid any confusion. So anyway, what yeah. else is up this week? 
Not a whole lot. Just Joey, getting Joey McIntyre on our podcast. We got to get him on. Yeah. Dudes. Yeah. So I'm going to do one of those videos. I've decided. I'm going to do one of those videos. Okay. Yes. That's like. Yes. Hey, Joey. Hey, what's going on? This is Nikki. This is Brooke. <laughs> and we want you on our podcast. Still. Yes. We have been trying to get the word out. For two years. For two years. For two whole years, we've been saying mission interview Joey. Insert year. But we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to say mission interview Joey, period. Right. I mean, it's high time. It's it's time. It's time to come on and we, we'll meet you wherever. We'll do whatever needs to be done to make this happen. As we've said, it's on your terms. Correct. 100% your terms. Buddy. Right. You want us to drive to New York? We'll drive to New York. You want us to do it over the phone? We'll do it over the phone. Right. You want to, I don't know, meet in Massachusetts? Pfft, yeah. You want to come Check. to our houses? Whatever. If you want to do that, fine. You want to meet at Cracker Barrel or Starbucks? Oh, we could do that. I mean. Cracker Barrel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll sit in the rocking chairs and rock back and forth and play checkers and do Perfect. a podcast episode. Perfect. Okay. So, Joey. Please come on our podcast. Come talk to us. Okay. I'm going to make that into one of those videos. Into a thing. Yeah. So, all right. Well. Let's intro. Let's, let's intro. Yeah. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Welcome, Welcome to the block party. To the block party. <laughs> oh, you switched it up there a little bit. <laughs> We ain't leaving, out, leaving nobody. out nobody. So, oh, one thing I want to mention. Oh, sure. That I don't think we've talked about. What? We got matching cars. We did get matching cars. You guys <laughs> just like our matching prom dresses. <coughs> Excuse me. We got matching cars. Yeah. So I, I loved my car so much. I was like, Brooke, it's so awesome. I love my car so much. I love it. 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 So I, my lease was up on my beloved Acadia. Mm hmm. And I loved it. And that was my dream car. Yeah. And I miss it so much. But I wanted a lower payment mm -hmm. and better gas mileage. Yeah. And lower this, registration. Just lower costs all Lower all gas mileage. I'm telling you this thing. So, yeah. So I went and found myself my own little Buick Encore. Yep. And I, I have grown... To like it mostly a lot. I, I am so in love with my car. I just, <laughs> I am so in love with my car. It's weird though, because it still sits up high, mm -hmm. but it just looks like it was cut off on the back. <laughs> it just looks like it was just doop, cut off. But it, it works because honestly, the only people that are ever in my car is me and Sadie. Right. And she's a little person. So we, we do well. So I just wanted to put that out there. We have matching cars. Yeah, we do. And they're like the same model and everything. Right. Just the colors are different. Exactly. I got red. I, I got, got black. It's um actually called Winterberry. Pretty. I like that better than red. Yeah. Winterberry. It's like a, it's, it's kind of a crimson red. It is. It's not like a, it's not like a fire engine red. No. I, or like I didn't, a candy I, apple red. I didn't want an orangey red. It's no. more of like a purple red. Yeah. Like a maroonish red. Yeah. And mine's just black basic black because hey, i like it too i like my black cars but i really wanted blue like i really wanted that metallic-y blue yeah but i didn't they didn't have any there and then all of a sudden i saw one with it but i was like i still like my red yeah so yeah so i just i just want to throw that in there so i think it's fun i yeah. forget about it sometimes and then yeah. i'm then when i come over here and i see yours and you're like oh yeah nikki has a car i forgot oh, yeah. about that oh yeah we match we have the same matching clown cars yeah <laughs> they're not a clown car it's just, I but the four of us ride in it like every day because kevin doesn't have to go to work until whenever so he accompanies me it's nice we spend time together before that is nice so he rides with me to drop the kids off and then we come back and it and is a he, comfortable little car yeah like it's it's a comfortable ride and like you guys are tall kevin's tall pete's tall and it's it's comfortable for him yeah so Kevin sometimes tall. rides in the back too because he said he likes to ride in the back seat. He's such a weirdo. So I rode in the back seat once. No, I didn't. I sat in the back seat though. And 
it was comfortable for me. Like, it was plenty of room for me. Yeah. Someone who was taller, I could see where their knees would hit the back of the seat. Like Brody's hits the back of the seat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's going to happen. That would yeah. happen in lots of different cars. But it the headroom is really good. It is. It is. So if you guys are in the market for a nice little car. Buick Encore. Buick I'm telling you. Nice, nice little ride. I'm telling you. I'm advertising it to to everybody. <laughs> and I see them everywhere. And you I know do what, too. And you know what? You know who I see behind them? Old, old, old ladies. Old ladies and old men. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I always see old ladies, white they, white puffs. Yep, they like their Buick Encores. Yep, they do. And I like mine. All-wheel drive. Yeah, hey, it's going to be great in the winter. Let me tell you. I hope so. It's going to be easy to handle. I hope so. So My Acadia was great in the winter, but I am saving money. There you go. You have cruise money now. I so, do. There you go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So should we get into some stories? I think we should. All sorry. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. It's like 921, you guys. Yeah, we're doing this late again. And we're going to do it late again next week, too. Right. So, so hey, because it's Brody's birthday. Here we are. So I'll read the first one, if you would like. Sure. I will start off with Kimmy's new kid story. Yay. We did say this is a blog party, right? Yeah, we sang it and everything. Oh, that's and right. Remember, you switched it up. Wow. It's wow. been a day. Okay. Dear Nikki and Brooke. Hiya, blockheads. I recently just started tuning into your brilliant, hilarious, and tender-loving podcast. That's very, very sweet. That is nice. Thank you. Hearing everyone's stories is a trip. I literally cannot stop thinking about Kara, the girl Donnie kissed in the 1989 <laughs> pay-per-view special. Right? Right? For real. So cool. <laughs> I lived for pay-per-view. No wait. I lived for new kids on the block. And if they happen to be on pay-per-view, it was, in my mind, the most magical thing to appear on my television set. <laughs> it would require a blank VHS or, since we never seemed to have any blank tapes left, dad would let me record over some tape recorded sporting event he felt fine parting with. <laughs> I sat inches from the screen and devoured the new kids every single thrust. Wide-eyed and mouth agape. Is that how you say that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. You are a good writer, Kimmy. Might might I say? I can picture it. Might I say that I am like living this? I am. Like, I'm honestly picturing her like asking her dad for the VHS and him saying, oh, you can tape over this Celtics game. You can tape over this uh, fishing derby. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) You know those like fishing derbies they'd have on ESPN? Yep. Yeah. My dad we used to watch them. <coughs> My dad did not. You can you can tape over this NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR. D- R.I.P. Dale Ar- Earnhardt Jr. Wait, is he still alive? He's alive. His dad. <laughs> My is bad. Dead. My bad. Sorry. Dale Earnhardt. R. Didn't R. Dale Earnhardt Jr. though get in like a plane crash recently? Yeah, he's all he's all like he has. Yeah, he has problems. Like not problems, but he has been injured. That's crazy. So he, I mean, he's okay. But yeah, like his family. Was in a plane so crash. crazy. Yeah. Sorry, that was a little tangent. Okay. My name is Kim, but to make this accurate and to really give my kid self all the service she deserves, please call me Kimmy. That's the only name I went by from zero to 12 years old until I showed up at a sleepaway camp and told everyone to call me Kim. I'd been bullied in school the previous year and really wanted a change. Oh. My parents and I moved to Florida in the summer of 1990. At the fresh age of six in kindergarten, with a nap time and a recess, me and my friends were preteen machines. My entire elementary school experience was built upon the foundation of loving new kids on the block. And Beverly Hills 90210. (laughs) Just as much as it was about all about eating McDonald's fries after school, watching Nickelodeon shows like Wild and Crazy Kids or Hey Dude and playing outside. Yes. That sounds like heaven. That sounds like my childhood. Mm-hmm. I was a latchkey kid, as was I. Maybe the last generation. House key around my neck. I first listened to NKOTB during a show and tell in class on my first Sony cassette player with a microphone attached. I remember that. Those are cool. A few girls decided during recess we would choreograph some dance moves and make up dancer names. I chose the name Tiffany. No clue where I got that from, wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have memories of being like eight years old, riding around on my bike alone with my tape player clipped to my jean pocket, listening to Step by Step, those first few beats. I have chills even now hearing them today, and I'm immediately back on my bike under the hot Florida sun. Or at the mall, standing at the back wall in Camelot Music, looking for all the cassettes I wanted to buy with allowance money. Usually the singles were all I could afford, or dancing in my bedroom, pressing the earphones to my ears so hard, just so I could really feel like I was there, pretending I was backstage or on their tour bus. Sweet, kind, interesting guys are hard to come by. The new kids reminded me of my two older brothers, who I only got to see a few times a year because they were off in college. Aww. Aww. And KOTB weren't my heroes. They were my friends. I like what Donnie said to you in your recent interview with him. We did this. We chose this. I know what I did for myself as a kid. I had this distinct impression that any one of them would stand up for me when I was being bullied. Plus, their fashion, hair, and looks just stopped me dead in my tracks. I was inspired and awakened. I know their value, so I'm loyal. I have vivid memory of seeing the new kids pop up at all times on TV network shows I was glued to. Their Wildest Dreams MGM studio special is so important to me because I almost feel like I was there. You remember. I. We just recently, actually, it was like two years ago. We watched it. Yes, it was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Woo woo woo. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Woo woo woo. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. <laughs> woo woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> um... <coughs> I asked my mom all the time, did we go to their concert? Was I there? I have some memory of being super young, standing on a chair at a concert, waiting for a group to hit the stage. I can see Jordan in a color block jacket. I can smell the teen sweat. (laughs) Or do you smell the teen spirit? Um, I'm wearing my pink slot bracelet and I'm holding a ticket. Did I dream it? Probably. Knowing me, I watched and recorded the special when it aired on the Disney Channel later that year, and my dreams ran wild. Since we lived in Florida, my parents got passes all the time to Nickelodeon, Universal, MGM, Epcot, and the Disney parks. So I cannot understand why I wasn't there for this leg of their tour. But to see them on my TV, walking around the same little park I'd had magical vacations at, was probably both confusing and awesome. And to me, all the access I ever thought I could get. My mom, who followed the likes of Led Zeppelin and other 70s rock bands across the Midwest, said I was too young to go to these concerts. So that's crazy to imagine her turning me down. She also turned me down when I asked repeatedly for a perm, though. (laughs) That was a good thing. Let me tell you about a perm. It was not good. It was not good. Did I tell you that Brody asked for a perm? No. I didn't tell you this? No. I guess it's a thing. You should let him get a perm. I'm not going to let him get a perm. Why? It's going to look weird. You could do an Ogilvy home perm. Oh, my gosh. Do they still make those? I don't know. But, like, he wants curly hair. Let him get a perm. He, he, and if it doesn't look right, shave it off. Seriously, I should? Yes. If he wants a perm. I wanted a perm. I got a perm. Uh, a couple times. Like, A couple kids in his, like, school got perms. Yes, he should get a perm. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not even being funny. But, like. All right. What's, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? All right. We'll let it grow a little bit more. Uh, Yes, I would let it grow a little bit and then let him get a perm. All right. You convinced me. You twisted my arm. (laughs) What do you guys think? Um, okay. I had a, sorry, tangent. I had a strong desire to be just a wee bit older than I was. I was brutally shy. I can say at 34 years old that I would have killed to be brought up on stage as cover girl back in the day, but I was too shy to be a cover girl. I just wanted to be 13 and not afraid of everything around me. I just wanted to taste the sensation of my mom dropping me off at a magic summer concert to the delight of shrieking girls going wild. Would there be any greater feeling? As a little kid, though, I would have ducked into a corner. I did not have that confidence. At 34, I want to give my nine-year-old self every ounce of confidence to go to that concert and get herself on that stage any way she can. Because looking back now, those moments are gone. They happened. And you either went for it or you didn't. My life is kind of this big lesson in going for it when you can now. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at 31, and I have been in remission for two and a half years. My story is not a sad one. It's just a human one. Sometimes we do not know we are in survival mode until we are out of survival mode. Sometimes we don't know how far trauma can stretch or that we deserve to feel whole and at peace. And nothing should prevent us from achieving that. 
What a beautiful thing to be able to find solace, 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 comfort and healing in a boy band from Boston. That's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I look out. I looked up to other girls, the girls with the curls in their hair, the buttons and the pins, girls who went to new kids concerts, girls who followed their bus, coolest girls in the world. All of you. The idea of being being taken seriously meant something to me. And I think teenage girls wanted the exact same thing. I was in a lot of performing arts day camps over the summers or I had school activities with older kids from going to a K through 12 school. Usually the older girls would be so sweet to me, letting me sit in their circles while they talked about boys, pen pal to their new kids friends across the country, talk 90210 or other mature stuff. One of those girls even rescued me once from a girl who was taunting me in the girls bathroom at school in sixth grade. She literally walked in, scooped me up over her shoulder and waved to the bully saying, Kimmy's coming with us to the eighth grade lounge, two couches by the lockers in the middle of the building, where being a cool kid means being nice. Bye. That's sweet. That really is. I definitely saw the charm and beauty in Joey Mack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the 1991 pay-per-view where he is, he is in fingerless gloves wearing loads of jewelry, hair curled and moosed to the high heavens, leather jacket, playing it cool and sexy with the cameras. I must have watched his clips alone <laughs> 100 times. In the Tonight music video, his jacket is fire and his hair is coiffed to perfection and the way he playfully toys with the camera was like looking into the ocean like they found a way to zone in on those baby blue eyes and i couldn't deny my love for him i agree that the best photos of joe are the ones of him in the limo (laughs) yes i think about all the goo but wait but wait but wait the puffy vest the puffy vest one is numero uno on my list (laughs) You guys, his rings are everything. Should he do hand modeling on the side? (laughs) Jewelry just looks good on him. I took lots of dance classes as a kid. So being a Stephanie Tanner type, I copied Jordan Knight's dance move so much that the Infinity Lasso is still my go-to. Is that what it's called? The Infinity Lasso? I love that. I like it a lot. Remember when I tried to do it? When? We were out in back of the garage it was Darcy. Oh, you weren't there. I and I got there. it. I nailed it. I nailed it. And Darcy was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. And that was the last and only time I could ever do it. The one and only time. She's talking about the... That one, right? I don't know. Yeah. You guys missed it. I just kind of looked like, you, I don't know. You shuffled. <laughs> I was shuffling my feet. <laughs> but wait, am I a Joey girl or am I a Jordan girl? This question has plagued me for centuries. My friend Marissa was a Jordan girl, so I assumed he was off limits in the same we played 90210. I was the Kelly. She was the Brenda. I wished I was the Brenda because Brenda got the Dylan. <laughs> and here's and here she is with Jordan. Ugh, she had it all. Let me talk about Jordan Knight. Let's settle this. I freeze at the thought or sight of that mischievous, hot look in his eyes. I could write in my diary... That when he hits those high notes, I felt the earthquake. I don't think I yet knew what these feelings were or meant. How are there not entire document- documentaries dedicated to Jordan's mind, body, and soul, though? I don't know. <laughs> I love your writing, Kimmy. I love it so much. <laughs> like, you could write some some pretty powerful fanfics, I'm sure. She really could. <laughs> you really could. If you have them, please send them to us and we would love to read them. For real. He's a Taurus and I'm a Gemini and we should never be together. But Romeo and Juliet found a way. (laughs) Jordan reminded me of this guy in the dream phone board games who wore a turtleneck and had a cute look. I think his name was Dan and I think I know exactly who she's talking about right now. I was just going to look it up. Um, I think his name was Dan. Doesn't matter. Jordan was a fantasy that stretched on and on in my head. Like it was naughty and dangerous and out of my league to lust for him. I could scream and shout that I love Joey Mac, but it was playground love. Jordan, though, I remember sitting in Marissa's tiny bedroom on the floor beside her bed, looking up from a bot magazine saying, Marissa, I'm so sorry, but I have to tell you something. I think I love Jordan Knight. Don't try to unchain my heart. 
The Baby I Believe in You video is the sexiest live performance to ever exist in the history of music. I love the story. <laughs> okay, okay. I love you, Joey. Kid me will always be that Joey girl, but I am a forever Jordan girl and I know it. Also, hashtag we are all Donnie girls. That rat tail, those ripped jeans. Can we talk about Kara again? I love that she made a jacket. For the two new kids shows I've had the privilege of attending so far, I am a jacket every time. First one was jean with bejeweled gems and puffy paint. The last one was shoulder padded and had don't tell mom the babysitter's dead look. And I painted right stuff on the front and back. I came out as gay when I was 24. And so I feel so many ways about Jonathan, but also NKOTB fans who are allies and genuinely support the LGBT community by way of John's visibility. He is so important to me. I am so proud of him for him and recall still when I was sitting as a kid when I read in a bio booklet that he had anxiety on stage. John is a kindred spirit to me. I get John and he gets me. I love that there are actually a decent amount of New Kids fans who came out over the years. I wrote an article about this in Huffington Post in 2014. It's called What My 90s Childhood and Popular LGBT Idols Have in Common. Here's that link. I think I've read this. Like, I think I've read this article. I'm opening it up right now. I am so excited. I think I totally know. I can't wait to read this. I just opened it up and it just looks really familiar. Like, not familiar, but really interesting. Like, okay. really, like, cool. So go on our website and there's a link there's to a it. Link. Yeah. Danny is important to me, too. His mission to remember Betty, his mom, touches me deeply. That cancer I spoke of was stage two breast cancer, and I went through six rounds of chemo and two surgeries. I still receive all kinds of post-cancer treatment care, and to say it's been surreal is an understatement. I'm out of the woods, no pun intended, Danny, but I will live with this aspect of my life forever. Boy, did I have to learn about hanging tough in a whole new way. Maybe one day I'll get to give Danny a big hug and tell him I'm still here living this life. Big shout out to any listeners who are fighting cancer, survived it, or have loved ones who've passed. I see you. In 2008, I was in my last year of college in a small town in Florida, where a friend said to me one day, you know that's Maurice Starr's mansion right there, right? She knew I was a giant NKOTB fan. After that, I sort of drove by his house after a class, a lot. I take breaks from studying for finals and watch old new kids clips, which I felt I hadn't done in years. They were back in my headphones and in my head. It was spring. I felt totally struck by how long it had been since I listened to them. Back in high school, I'd been a cheerleader and during homecoming week, some of the guys in class dressed in drag for the football game, an old tradition, and I was in charge of choreographing their routine. I chose the song Step by Step. Duh. (laughs) So here I am in 2008 swooning all over again and I find their website. It was sparkling with a message. They had a big announcement on the way. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. The shock of casually checking in on them to find they had big news on the way was utterly mind-blowing. Of course, you know the rest. They reunited thereafter. I loved jumping right into the community message boards, reading stories, meeting new friends, witnessing reunions of old fan club buddies, seeing photos, hearing old concert stories to fill the void of my FOMO. I scored my first concert tickets in 2013 while living in Seattle for their total package tour at the Tacoma Dome. Holy wow. The crowd was like Beatlemania. Thunderous roars of pheromones. We walked in as Boys to Men was playing I'll Make Love to You with a confetti drop and I knew I was never going to be the same. I cried when Joey played Please Don't Go Girl because you know what you did. You know what you did, Joey McIntyre. You know what you did. (laughs) The next time I saw them was just last month. Here in LA, where I live now, it was my birthday on May 24th, 2019, and my friend Lizzie drove us to Anaheim to see the new kids doing their thing for the mixtape tour. Floor seats close to the little second stage. How do they just keep getting better? Everyone look their best. Donnie's body is perfection right now. WTF. Salt and Peppa, Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, and Naughty by Nature were insane. I had full body chills the entire time. Andrea Barber was in attendance, the one and only Kimmy Gibbler. Please phone my kid year old self and tell her fellow weirdo and blockhead Kimmy Gibbler is a section over at a new kids show in 2019. I was just out of touching reach from Joey who lingered nearby during block party. I was mildly devastated 
I couldn't get a birthday hug or handhold, but I was blissed out beyond just being close. And I have some amazing footage of the girls who were close enough and the shock on their faces makes me so happy. Yes, that's the type of blockhead I am. Too intimidated to go on the cruises, have never met a new kid once, but will always and have always rooted for you if you get your chance. You should go on the cruise. Just saying. You should go on the just cruise. Just put it out there and then you, you should, should totally write fanfic go on about it. Please. Please write <laughs> fanfics. I want all the new kids on the block fanfics and I want to read them. <laughs> Nikki will read them. Too. I want to read them out loud. That would be... I want we could do a fanfics. Fan, we could do a fanfic episode. I want a fanfic episode. But I don't want to read people's fanfics that they don't want me to read. Do you know what I mean? All like Because right. I found some. I found multiple. Right. I well, found many. Yes. <laughs> right. You know what you did. But I don't know if they would be okay with me reading them. Right. So I'm not so going like, to. Th- right. Bring it to our attention and we'd be happy to. Exactly. I would 100% love to. And yeah. Do it up. This community of strong women, the guys, their music, and the era it represents, a quieter time before the internet, with more hairspray at the helm, will always be my OTP, my one true thing. Can you see? You're a part of me. Sincerely, Kimmy. Aww. Kimmy! Oh my gosh! Kimmy, you took us for a ride. You sure did. I was on an emotional roller coaster from the get-go. I loved it. I felt like I was living it. Five stars. I felt like I was living it as she was right. Like, I felt like I could, I was there. Like, you were there. Yeah. I think it was awesome. Kimmy, you can write to us anytime. Please. And we would love to see you on the cruise. I feel like you might have some really good 80s and 90s stories up your sleeve. I just feel like you, I just feel, I get the feeling that you do. And I want to hear them. She knows she does. You know what you did, Kimmy. You know what you did. Yep. Thank you so much for sending the story. It was freaking amazing. Made my night. I'm so excited. Love it. Love you. Yes. Thanks for sending it. Thank you. Thank you for trusting us with your story. Because you know, it takes a trust. Of course it does. So takes an NKOTB village is what it takes, my friend. Yes, it does. We are that village. And happy to be it. I'm happy to be a part of the village. Let me tell you. I'm going to read the next story. Exciting. I got to find it. Oh, here we go. This is Joy's mixtape tour story. Yay, Joy. Hey, Joy. Joy, Joy, Joy. Joy sent, Joy. Okay, I just got to tell you something. Joy sends us emails. You know, you see them. I Yes. And I love it so much because she sent us like, it's like I get an email from Joy in the moments I need them the most. Like, if I'm having a down day, that's sweet. Chances are in a little while, I'll get an email from Joy. And it's just like, she's just checking up on us. She she's is just, a genuine, she is a good hearted, kind soul. She really is. She, truly. And she seriously, she just, she wants us to let us, let us know she loves the podcast and she lets us know, you know, her thoughts of the episodes. I love it. I freaking love it. Yep. And I just appreciate it. So thank you, Joy. And I just have to say, like, in person. Oh, my gosh. In person. Joy is a very warm Oh, my energy. gosh. Like, she's just a very warm energy. Like, she's, she is a, she is a genuine friend. She is. She's a, she's a good, she's a good egg. Good egg. Hi, Brooke and Nikki. So, it's been a minute since I submitted a story, but I wanted to get my mixtape tour experiences completed before I sent one in. Most likely, by the time you read this, I will have attended my last performance, meaning if I have enough willpower, I will not be purchasing or going to any more of our boys' performances this summer. Gonna save it all for the cruise. My experience started on May 1st, 2019, the night before opening night of the mixtape tour. My daughter and I went to Wahlburgers that night in hopes that Donnie might show up. We figured he would be way too busy the day of the concert to show up. Sadly, he did not. We asked to speak to the manager and he told us that they were informed that Donnie would be showing up on May 2nd. However, the manager also believed that he would show up today because it was just too hectic to try to, to try to show the day of the opening night. We decided to leave Wahlburgers around 8 because he still had not shown and we truly believed he would not be there. 
we decided to walk to the venue since it was only 0.5 miles away. We went around where the tour buses were. When we arrived, we saw a ton of semis. At the very least, there were 10 or 12. Wow. When we first got there, we saw 10 to 12 tour buses. Before we left, there were at least 20 or so, it seemed. Wow. That's crazy. They just kept coming. We met a few other blockheads and just waited and watched. We were not allowed near the tour buses, but had to stand across the street from them. It began storming. Luckily, there was a bridge nearby, and we went and stood under the bridge. We saw Big Dan come out and take an Uber back to the hotel they were staying at. They were in Cincinnati for, I believe, four days prior to opening night practicing. Whoa. Whoa. We joked about asking if we could share the Uber with him, but we left him in peace. We had almost given up as it was starting to get dark, and not just because of the storm. And we knew we had to walk back to our car when all of a sudden, there was Debbie Gibson, her dogs, and her dog walker across the street. She was waving us to come over and take a picture with her. Oh my How gosh, nice of her. Debbie Gibson! There was only about 10 of us, and she really did not have to do that. But I think she felt gratitude or sympathy for us because we were standing out in the storm just hoping to see someone. When we got over to her, she said, I hope you don't mind, but I'm not wearing makeup or anything. Let me tell you, she looks gorgeous without it, too. I bet. I bet. I told her not to worry. We would just sell copies to the Inquirer. We all <laughs> laughed. She was so gracious. Though we did not see Mr. Wahlberg, we left happy because not only did we get to see Debbie, but also because it had stopped storming long enough for us to get back to our car. <laughs> then, day two, the day of opening night, May 2nd, 2019. I had taken off work because I had to return to Wahlburgers that day in case Donnie might show up. I figured there may be a line there and I wanted to be sure to get in because it's not a very big, oh, because it is not very big at all. So I arrived at 9 a.m. They do not open until 11. No one was there and I felt a bit foolish standing there waiting. <laughs> I had found out the night before where Danny and his family were staying and it was just around the corner from Wahlburgers. So I decided to go there and just wait in the lobby for a while. Maybe I would get a glimpse of him. Yes, I am a stalker, but a polite one. LOL. So I sat in the hotel lobby and played on my phone for about an hour. No sightings. I thought about going to the hotel gym. However, again, I am a polite stalker. If I saw him in the lobby, that's one thing. But I was not going to go throughout the entire hotel literally stalking. Some of my friends thought I should have, but I thought that would have been a bit much. I decided to go back to Wahlburgers as I was sure people would start lining up. I left the hotel and began walking down the street and ran right into Big Dan. I met him on the cruise, but he, too, is such a gracious and kind man. I looked at him in surprise and gave him a hug, which he returned. I asked him for a picture and he obliged. My camera fogged up as it was very humid, but I did at least get a selfie. He told me the show was amazing and had only one piece of advice for me. He said, usually I am always telling people at these events to stay hydrated, but this one, don't drink too much. There was no time for bathroom breaks. The show is that good. He said, even if you aren't a fan necessarily of the other groups, you will be at the end. Let me tell you, he was 100% he right. He was right. There really was not time for bathroom breaks and 100% fan of Naughty by Nature and Salt and Pepper now. I went back to the restaurant and there was still no line. I thought, whatever, I'm waiting. It was only about 10 minutes and people started to show up. I met some amazing blockheads as I waited and we chatted excitedly. This is where I also met Heather and Kathy. I had met Kathy before in New York and on the cruise and indirectly met Heather on the cruise. I asked if I could sit with them as I had come by myself and they graciously agreed. I love those girls. Side note, I've said it before and I will say it again. I learned two years ago that you should never let anything related to new kids stop you from going alone. You are never alone. Some of the BH sisters I have met are the most welcoming and kindest people I have ever met. Anyway, no sooner did I sit down, I saw Paul outside getting ready to come in. I went out to say hi to him. He said to me, are you in town for anything in particular? <laughs> of course he knew. Since Paul, my you jokester. <laughs> of course he knew since my t-shirt did say Donnie's favorite on it. I said, only to see you, of course. We all laughed. He was with two other men, assuming the owners of the franchise. He allowed me to take a selfie. Such a patient and sweet man. Then others started coming out and they said, we are coming in and Paul will see all of you. When he got in, they wanted to get a picture of all of us with Paul. There were probably 15 to 20 of us or so at the time. I am sending the picture, but I wish they would have posted the second picture they took. The first pose was a nice pose. 
The second pose, the guy taking the photo said, okay, now everyone do something a little naughty. I mean, funny. Everyone's hands started rubbing on Paul's shoulders, making him extremely uncomfortable. And he said, hurry and take the picture and quickly moved away from the wandering hands. That sounds a little bad, but I really don't believe anyone touched him more than on the shoulders. But that was enough for Paul. Oh, poor Paul. He was laughing, but clearly not comfortable with all the hands touching him. He jokingly told the cameraman he was fired for saying that. Everyone laughed. So after an hour or two, Paul left. We still believed that Donnie might come, so we stayed. We knew he had meet and greets around three and figured by two he would not be coming, so we left. Yes, we did stay from 11 to 2, but we tipped our waitress very nicely. Please, blockheads, if you are ever at Wahlburgers and you stick around for a while hoping to see our man, tip your waitstaff generously. You really should do that anywhere, but especially at Wahlburgers because we represent all blockheads when we go, and that is exactly how Donnie would want us to be. Mm-hmm. I have never done a meet and greet with NKOTB. They went on sale for the tour right before the cruise. I wanted to so badly, but I just could not afford it as all my extra money was being used for the cruise. And because I had just taken an impromptu trip to New York to see them perform at the Apollo. I will never regret it. But those two events combined did me in. Yep. Um, we feel ya. We feel ya. We feel your flow. We feel your flow. By the time I got back from the cruise and my bank account recovered, LOL, all meet and greets for the Cincinnati and Columbus venues had sold out. Frown Sad face. face. Then in April, I think, Donnie announced that he would be hanging out in the Slugger Lounge. I thought about it and thought about it again and texted my friend Heather. And she said she had already purchased her tickets within the hour of the tweet. So it was a done deal. <clears throat> I would do the Naughty by Nature meet and greet. I bought the tickets. Now, I was not a Naughty by Nature fan. It wasn't that I didn't like them. I knew their songs, but I wasn't into them like NKOTB. Yes, I was only purchasing them to get to see and possibly hang out with Donnie. I think he did that on purpose so that they would sell out their locations. <laughs> He's such a smart man. But in hindsight, even if Donnie hadn't showed up, it was totally worth the money. I would not have bought them without Donnie. However, I am so glad I did. I would have bought them for the one in Columbus, but I had my niece with me and I could af- could only afford one ticket for the lounge, but not two. And I didn't want to leave her out. Anyway, more about the lounge. We arrived and I met up with my OG BH sister. Her name is Addie. Let me tell you, speaking to everyone listening here, Brooke, Nikki, Addie, and the guys fostered a change in my life in ways I never would have imagined, and each of them will always hold a special place in my heart. Aww. Aww. Addie and her sister were the first ones to love me and take me in as their own at my first solo concert in 2017. I came to that venue alone, scared out of my mind, knowing I wanted to be there, but not sure I would have got, have a good time alone. Addie and her sister met me at the door outside and have not left my side since that time. Complete strangers became wonderful friends and what I consider part family. Brooke and Nikki, when I found your podcast, you all fostered my love for our boys in this fandom and accepted me in a way no one has ever accepted me. I will forever be thankful to you both for doing what you do. Oh, thank you, Joy. Joy. Back to the M&G, a.k.a. meet and greet. I was able to go live on the Facebook page and that was and that wine and that wine was truly terrible. I really am not a big fan of wine, but that stuff was very tart. You saw Heather on that clip. She blipped in the picture and said, where's the fireball? (laughs) She's so funny. I love her. Shot, 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 shot. (laughs) Now, I don't really know Naughty by Nature to kind of know their personalities, but Tretch was a bit standoffish. He did take pictures with people, but then he kind of sat off in a corner by himself and didn't interact much. Not sure if that is just his personality or he could have just been having a bad day. No judgments either way. Vinny was hyped and really made it enjoyable. The atmosphere was laid back and it felt just like a bunch of friends having a pre-party. KG was in sweats and just roaming around talking to everyone. I really get why Johnny likes these guys. They are very much like him. They make everyone feel like they are not famous but just friends that are hanging out. And then it happened. You heard screams and sure enough, there was Donnie, Elijah and Lumpy. Lumpy is so used to screams and lots of people. He seemed to be right at home and it didn't face him a bit. Donnie tried to form a selfie line, but it didn't really work out because people were shoving a little. I get it. Maybe I shoved someone. I don't know. I hope not. That man makes me lose my damn mind. I don't know what I am doing half the time. He took a photo on the lounge chair with Naughty by Nature and Lumpy. He was only in the room all of five minutes and then was gone. Elijah was across the room as Johnny was leaving and Johnny was trying to get his attention. 
but Elijah could not hear his dad. So I got his attention since I was halfway between both of them and told him his dad wanted him. Donnie forgot Lumpy and was telling Elijah to make sure to get him. (laughs) The Sluggo Lounge was chill until Donnie came. I think he probably would have stayed longer had it remained chill, but people just lose their mind, self-included, with him. I stayed until Vinny closed it down, and then Heather and I went downstairs. We met up with Kathy, Buckeye Cutie, and Amy, for those that know her as Smooth. I only got a hug, but then they had to get in wherever they were going. Do I have a nickname? (laughs) I don't know. Do I? I don't know. I I feel like we should. I think we should have, like, code names. (laughs) I'm going to call you... Wait a minute. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to call you... What am I going to call you? What are you going to call me? I'm going to call you Spliff. <laughs> spliff? <laughs> spliff? What's a spliff? I don't know. Isn't it like a, like a joint or something? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to call me Spliff? I don't know. Well, that's my new name is Spliff. It's the first thing that came to mind. MSCW Spliff. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, I gotta think of a name for you. Oh. I can't think of one. Maybe I'll call you Mookie. Mookie? (laughs) Mookie. Like like the baseball player? Just Mookie. I don't know. I'll call you Monchichi. (laughs) Monchichi. 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 Um, Spliff. <laughs> oh crap. Uh I then went into the arena alone. I had awesome seats. They were right in front of the B stage. At the Cincinnati venue, there was only one row in front of the B stage. Columbus had five rows in front of the B stage. So I was very lucky to have this seat. I tried to make friends with the woman beside me and they were friendly. They gave me a glow ring, but I didn't really get to make a bond with them, and that's okay. I had a blast nonetheless. My only interaction with the guys was with Donnie, Sigh. They sang games, and when he raps, of course, this white girl rapped right along with him. When he got to the part that says... The D-O-N-N-I-E, the W-A-H-L to the B-E-R-G. <laughs> has spoken. He locked eyes with me, pointing at me, and me pointing back at him as we rapped together. That was cool. The show was beyond amazing. The only part that I felt needed improvement was the last song, 80s Baby. They all just seemed kind of awkward, like they weren't sure what they were supposed to be doing. But it was opening night, and a month later, by the time they were in Columbus, they had perfected it. And I, I'm going to say, I remember watching yes, that. Yes, yes. And I remember thinking the same thing, like, well, that's, that seems kind of awkward. But I think that it was just the first night. And right, it was like, and they didn't really know each other yet, I don't think. You not know what like I mean? they not did, like at, the they end did the, at the end, yeah. At the end not of like the they tour. did by the time they got to Boston. Right, right. right. Um... It was an amazing show and Big Dan was so right. No time for potty breaks. I left there with my love bank completely full of love and my bra completely full of confetti. Yay! Then a couple of weeks went by. People were going live at the concerts and I appreciated it, but the guys headed West Coast and we were going live and were going live quite a bit after the shows when I was in bed. I was missing out. Really, I wasn't, but I felt like I was. Me too! I felt so disconnected. Yes! those nights i got very little sleep because i would stay i know up. you would i would stay up and i'd fall asleep and i'd be I so would mad stay up for jordan's lives oh man and i would just and i would not take off my makeup just in case just in case he picked me you and you also went on for joey's lives too i did go on for joey's because you lives. were ready to be like Nikki! i was ready <laughs> i was ready but alas it did not happen that's okay but maybe next time maybe next time yeah um, I went through a real funk. I quit watching the lives. I forced myself to listen to the podcast. I know that sounds bad, but I really didn't want to listen. I'm not 100% positive why, and I'm glad I forced myself because it always made me feel better when I did. I thought, was this just a phase and I have outgrown the new kids again? I was really sad because I didn't want this to be a phase. A lot of people thought I was going through a midlife crisis or something when I finally felt free to express my love for them in 2017. Most of you know my story of having to hide my love for them due to a strict religious upbringing. I started to think maybe they were right. Maybe it was a midlife crisis, and that thought made me really sad. I didn't want this to just be a midlife crisis. I have had the time of my life the last two years, and I didn't want it to be over. Was it over? I didn't want it to be, but it felt like it was. 
So from about May 20th to June 22nd, I was in a funk. Even Nikki noticed I wasn't I emailing her anymore and she reached out. <laughs> I was worried. I was concerned. I didn't hear anything <laughs> from Joy. I wasn't able to email her right away. Again, the funk. But emailing her about what I was going through was the beginning of starting to come out of it. I went on a family vacation the week of June 16th to the 21st. I absolutely adore my family, but I wasn't even excited about this vacation. I had a good time once there, but prior to leaving, I was actually dreading it. I knew that I would be expecting to expected to act happy, but I was so sad inside. When we got back, my daughter had a horse show that weekend. I still wasn't excited about going to the concert, though I pretended to be. I had won these tickets from a radio contest. They were nosebleed tickets. I have no real interaction with any of the performers from those seats. I should be so happy that I didn't have to pay for the tickets, and I was. But part of me was still grieving the thought of this being it. I almost gave the tickets away, but I was holding out a small glimpse of hope that this was not all there was to be. Maybe I should have given the tickets to someone who otherwise could not have gone, but I needed this concert. That sounds kind of funny, but I really needed this concert to pull me all the way out of this funk. That Saturday, I got up and got ready to help my girl with her horse show. I didn't wear my concert outfit because, well, horses are dirty. Right. I went back to our camper to change around two and left the horse show around three. Not until I put on my concert outfit did I feel good again. I got that twinge of excitement again. It was there and it's not gone. This isn't and wasn't a midlife crisis. I started to feel those feelings that I hadn't felt in over a month. Off to Columbus, I went with my niece. She had been with me for my very first NKOTB concert, and she so much enjoyed watching me lose my shit the first time, <laughs> I knew she would have a blast again. So I invited her to take my second free ticket. Before the show, we just happened to see Addie and her daughter as she was getting ready to go to the Naughty by Nature meet and greet again. I so love that woman. She is beyond amazing. They tried to sneak me in, but I didn't have a ticket for it, though I still had my lanyard from the first meet and greet. So I declined. My niece and I went over and sat on the lawn in the shade across from the tour buses while we waited for the venue to open. About 6.15, I looked up and there was Debbie Gibson again. She was stopping to take a few pictures with fans. I went over and we took another picture together. I told her that I had met her in Cincinnati the night before the mixtape tour and told her I'd never sold her picture to the Inquirer. We both laughed. This is what we were laughing about in the picture. My niece and I then went into the venue we found our nosebleeds. LOL. We were in the third and last highest tier. Row N out of rows A to Z. Aww. I thought about buying better tickets as the prices dropped right before the show. But I stuck it out and we ended up moving down to row B in the third tier because those seats were not filled. So it wasn't much closer, but it was a bit better. Again, all the performers outed themselves and it was an even cooler show actually because I was able to see more than I was from the floor. We weren't as close to make eye contact. But it was still a good show. Afterwards, we went back out to where the buses were. We saw Tretch come out. He waved and was a bit more social than he had been at the meet and greet. So maybe it was just he wasn't sure what to do since it was the first meet and greet they had ever done. Probably. Right. Yeah. Then Vinny walked out. He waved, but he seemed in a hurry. Maybe he was hungry because he had a carryout box of food with him. <laughs> LOL. I never did see KG or Flav come out, but maybe they came out after security pushed us away. Sandra Denton. Peppa came out next i wasn't sure it was her at first because she did not have her heels on and she looked so short those heels really make her look much taller <laughs> she stopped and waved and started dancing and telling us to keep the party going she was awesome then cheryl james salt never knew that those were their real names me either came out and waved as she walked by then tiffany came out and waved as she walked by then security began to back us all up Oh, they made us stand at least 50 yards back, whereas before we were within six feet of the performers as they passed by. No one tried to charge them. Everyone was being cool about it. There were probably 100 to 200 people there. No one was pushing or shoving, but we were still backed up nonetheless. We saw Debbie come out with a whole group of people. I think these may have been the meet and greets for the bus, but we weren't positive it was her because we were too far back. After that, people began to leave. About 50 people stuck around and slowly, even that number dwindled down to about 10. We slowly inched our way back, but we're told by security that NKOTB had already left from buses parked below in the garage area. I would have said the same thing if I was security because they couldn't leave until we left. But then I saw Marcelo, the NKOTB photographer, and he confirmed that the new kids did in fact already leave. 
I decided he would tell us the truth and went back home with my heart once again full. No, I did not get to interact with our boys, but that's okay. I was happy. This was not and is not a phase. I know my husband hates to hear that, lol, (laughs) but my heart is happy and where it should be. The store has definitely been crazy between the butt grabbing and the booby flashing, and I'm not cool with all that, (laughs) but I really can't judge it. I have never done either, but I do tend to lose my mind with our guys. I forgot. I forgot about the booby flashing. How could you forget? I totally forgot. It was like about, right there. I And remember, I couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. <laughs> you guys, I don't know if we told you the story real quick. But when that whole thing happened, I kept saying, because what was happening on my phone is that it would only play to a certain point. Right. And I didn't realize that there was more past that. So I kept saying, you guys, where's the boobs? And... I couldn't find them. And Kelly was like, what do you mean you can't find them? They're right there. They're right there. And I'm like, you guys, like, I can't see them. So then she took she took a screenshot and like circled the boobs. And I was like, holy cow. I never saw that. Oh, gosh. It was funny. I mean, not funny, but it was funny. Like, that was funny. But Joe was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> he looked back. He was like, hey, okay. <laughs> boobs. All right. Um, I have never done either, but I do tend to lose my mind with our guys. Remember Joe's inner thigh? Oh, I don't mean to lose my mind, but it happens. All I can think in those fans is those fans lost their mind in that moment. I'm not saying it's right, but I do feel bad for the shame they're receiving. It was inappropriate for me to rub his thigh, but no one shamed me for it. They made a mistake and I hope they realize it, but I would still love them as a fellow blockhead. Do the guys deserve that kind of treatment? No. They do not. But if the guys can forgive them for it, so should we. Anyway, stepping off soapbox now and getting back to the love I feel. This is not a phase. This is not a midlife crisis. I was not a dumb little girl back then. And I am a smart, independent, loving, grown-up woman who loves the new kids on the block. And so are you. Believe it and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. And keep listening to Brooke and Nikki. They change lives. Aww. Aww. Love you both. Joy, a.k.a. at Joyful 4 Step 2 joy joy and look at her pictures so awesome she even included the picture of her daughter at the horse show that's so cute oh that's a really pretty horse i don't know horses um i don't eat my, my daughter is is a horse rider i don't know it, it, equestrian a horse rider. <laughs> i have nothing to do with it because i am terrified of horses uh, there is my there you hear heard it you heard it from heard the, it here first i just uh my grandmother was always terrified of horses and made me terrified of horses so i wasn't like as scared as i thought i was of them until i actually met one up close and i was and like he kept butting his head against me oh and i didn't like that and then he like grabbed the top of my shirt like he was gonna eat it like like he bit me oh and i didn't like that so i wouldn't like that either and he was like looking for hay. He wanted me to give him hay, but like he was like, "Hey, where's my hay?" And it was like not Bryn's horse. Bryn's horse was amazing. They had a special bond. Did Bryn's horse die? They like all of a sudden like said she couldn't ride him or something. It was like not. It, I I I was like, I'm done. I'm was, done. Yeah. I was attached to him. Yeah, I'm done. Like sometimes like the horse people, like it's just a different. It's a different like. I don't know. I'm not saying it's like, I'm it's not saying horse people com- are weird. No, I'm not saying no, no, that. No, 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 no. But it's like a whole, it's a whole community. It's a different community. And there's some drama maybe. And and I don't, I, it's just like dance moms. It's just like all that. Right, right, like, right. There's politics. Just, right. And I'm just not, I don't know enough about horses. So they treat me differently. So say, horses treat you differently? No, the people. Oh. Like, because I'm no, not I get it. a horse I get- person. Yep. No, I get it. Well, Sadie rode a horse for the first time last weekend. That's right. And uh, truth be told, she loved it, didn't she? No. Oh, she didn't? No. She was fine with it, but she wasn't like, oh, I want to take lessons. Yeah. Just like my friends. So I was okay with that. Yeah. Because I was, I think I mentioned it to you or somebody, maybe it was one of the other moms there, but we were both kind of talking because it was a birthday party. Yeah. And we were both kind of talking and I was like, this seems like it could be a pretty expensive hobby. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, yeah. And I'm like... I don't really need, I don't need another hobby or yeah. like sport. Oh my gosh. Bryn has a horse now because, um, well, it, her and her grandmother have a horse and 
this is like the second horse they've gotten. Oh my god! And like they pay for all, like they have to pay for a farrier, which is like does something with the horse hooves. See again, I don't know. You guys that are horse people are probably like, oh, she's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you, Joy. Joy, your pictures are amazing. You are a joy. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know how we feel about you. You know. You know. You know what, what you, you did. did. You know what you did. And again. Again, thank you so much, Kimmy, for your story yes, as well. You guys, two are amazing. amazing stories. As al- as always, all the stories we get are amazing. Two and amazing we're s- stories, another I, great block party. And I just feel lucky to be able to, you know, relive these stories with these people. So keep yeah. sending your stories our way. We love them, and we love you guys. We love you guys, and that's all we've got for you this week. Um, yeah, we are looking for now. The new thing is birthday stories. Send us your birthday stories. Birthday parties. Yep. Memories. Sweet 16. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I have a good Sweet 16 story. Your own Sweet 16 story? Yeah. I don't remember what I did for my 16th birthday. We went to the bowling alley. For yours? Yeah. I remember yours very well. Um, I don't remember mine. Pictures of your birthday cakes. Your homemade birthday cakes. Oh my gosh. Or professionally made ones. But I feel like back in the 80s and stuff, like moms made cakes. Yep. They had some Wilton pans and they just made them work. My mom absolutely had some Wilton pans and some Betty Crocker cookbooks. I've got to tell you, remember how I told you my aunt made all those cakes? Yeah. She gave me all the pans. I think I knew that. You've had them for a while, haven't so you? So I should make some cakes. Maybe I'll make Brennan Brody. Brennan Brody's cake. Maybe you need to come over when I do it though, so I don't like lose my mind. Well, like when I made the Thomas the the Trey. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That was like that was hard. It came out pretty good. It did. Thanks to you. Definitely came out. The princess one. Thank you, Brooke. The princess one was cute. Oh my gosh! I was like, I can do this. Jeez, um, no. Pinterest fail before Pinterest. That was before Pinterest. Yep. All right. Okay, guys. Send us your stories. My so-called whatever gmail.com. Send us a message at 857-271-1047. That's the only part I ever remember. So send us a call, message, whatever call you us, want. Call us, voice message, yeah. text us. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Find our group. You yep. know where we are. You know you know where. You can do it. You guys yeah. can find us. Yeah. Pinterest. Yeah. Pinterest. Instagram. Yep. All the above. We'll see you there. Hey, did you have a birthday party at McDonald's? Yes. Send us that story and those pictures. Yes. Yes. For upcoming birthday episode or McDonald's episode. Oh, we've got a whole McDonald's episode planned. So don't you worry about it. Like... Like the best. Did you did you go on Pinterest and see our, my secret board? No, because it'll make me hungry. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> so going to be can't. amazing. It's going to be amazing. All the research. It's probably going to be a two-parter. We should make arch deluxes yes for the episode okay we'll do it hopefully we'll be in the new house by then that would be fun that'd be a good like meal to cook in the new house or we'll just make it upstairs yeah we can make it in my house well when we record for a while we're gonna have the whole living room for a long time just us to record up there oh good yeah because i'm gonna move this upstairs nice so we'll have the whole living room cool 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 so yeah, there right, you get some got some knowledge for you. <laughs> Personal knowledge. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye. Bye.